Whether you drink soy milk, oat milk, almond milk, rice milk or chalky milk, we've got a seat at the table for you. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, go on, Alex Dyson. First night in the new bedroom slash living room slash kitchen <laughs> COVID living situation. How was it? Tell you what, Melbourne lockdown treated me well so far. Watch, played a bit of Xbox last night on my bed in front of the fire in my living room. Oh my um, this new self-imposed studio setup doing very, very well. Had a Dyson. little ice cream. Although, the ice creams these days, how small are they? On as little side notes. Bro, do not get me started on how tiny the chip packets are. Big bag of chips, 165 grams, I think it is. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> packet of jokers, that's what they are. <laughs> They oh, my are, but Lord. We did ask you how you're dealing with Melbourne's lockdowns. Beck is also in Melbourne. How are you going, Beck? Yeah, good boys. How are you? Good. Thanks, Beck. Now, you've uh, had to had change your living situation a little bit, being in Melbourne. Now, what's the new situation in your house? Yeah, so living in a big old share house, there's five of us, and, you know, we all get along, but we're not chummy. So we've had to come up with a shopping roster, which was really stressful this morning. It was my uh, day, Tuesdays are my day. <laughs> so to make sure I grabbed everything all in one go because there's no late minute, uh, you know, runs down to grab some chips on a Thursday night. That's oh. right, because one of the rules are instead of going shopping as a house or as a couple, you need to go uh, one person from the household can go shopping, yeah, per day. Yeah. So you, you got your day in, you, you do okay with it? Did you forget anything? Uh, I'm doing all right. I've been binging on a bit of jelly lately. I really regressed to childhood and I um, <laughs> forgot the jelly. What, like so aeroplane jelly? Wait. You're just sitting yeah. at home eating aeroplane jelly? Yeah, it went really well with my chocolate crackles. Oh, <laughs> live you know, that you dream back. What the exactly. hell? What, you, just, you just polished off a bit of fairy bread while you're at it for breakfast? <laughs> What's going on? What? Yeah, oh, look, I'll have to wait now until next Tuesday, but it's going on the list, so don't forget. <laughs> yeah, absolutely uh, true. All right, well, thanks for letting us know. Hope you are keeping well in these uh, ridiculous events. But, um, yeah, all the best, and thank you very much for telling us about the situation. Thanks, boys. You too. It is so true, Matt, because I went shopping with Elle before. Like, well, well, we'll go for our daily exercise. Like, want to pop into the shops. I'm like, we can't. You'd have to go in and I'd have to be chained out like the front, like a dog on a leash. You know, just look longingly through the glass. Just, oh. Do you know what? I'm going to give a massive shout out to my partner, Belinda, because when she sends me the shopping list, because we're the same, we'll only go one, one person each. So she'll send me the big list that she's written up and she she orders everything in the list as the way that I go through the supermarket. So I just go top to bottom and as it works out perfectly as I walk through all the aisles. She knows everyone and I'm always thankful because she makes it seamless. So mad props you, to her. You two should start driving rally cars. That would be a great navigational team going on there. <laughs> yeah. um, but we do have a big show for you here today. Uh, we're talking to Digby Webster, an incredible artist who you've actually worked with before, Matt, on your uh, show, The Other Guy. He was a, uh, a little uh, extra in that particular scene, not unlike uh, Carlos the Waiter, but uh, he performed his role better, <laughs> Well, I <think>. Digby actually <laughs> uh, managed to perform his role uh, and maintain his job throughout the whole pro- uh, program. So, yeah, he's really incredible. Very excited to be chatting to him. You might have seen him on an episode of uh, ABC's You Can't Ask That as well uh, with uh, with people who have Down syndrome. So it's really he's really, really... Um, Really on his way up in the in the art world at the moment, and he's absolutely killing it. So we can't wait to chat to Digby, and uh, also Alex Dyson. We're chatting to someone who uh, is basically helping us save the planet. 
Absolutely, yeah. I, I first saw this guy on CNNNN, the uh, Chaser Nonstop News Network back in the day. Um, yeah, one of the Chaser crew who more recently have gone on to help consumers with the checkout and now helping the planet. He's got a, a brand new show which is looking at our climate emergency. There is no uh, to help planet A because there is no planet B. Uh, so we're going to be seeing it some of the practical ways that uh, he discovered throughout that that uh, Australia can help can stop becoming one of the highest emitters in the world per capita, um, which we currently are. So um, I think it'll be a nice, wholesome show, Matt O'Kine. It sure will. And I gave a shout-out to my partner, Belinda, uh, up front, but you've got a little shout-out to give to one of your mates as well. So uh, let's get into the show. This is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hope you are having a good one. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. So big one today, Matt O'Kine, uh, my roommate from college, my best mate Dave having a baby today. Oh. So uh, shout outs to him. Just a quick all day breakfast shout outs. Big Dave. Who, who knows? Like I haven't got the official word, but could be in line for a godfathership here. I could. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've got a good resume when it comes down to it. I'll, I, I was the best man at the wedding. So potentially, if that is the way people decide to go, could be in line. I'm excited. The closest I'll get to I having me having a baby. Dude, I wouldn't be so excited because you used to sleep at my place every now and then, uh, and oh, then oh. you moved to Dave's place whenever you were in Sydney. God <laughs> Mate, damn it. Sleeping at his place. It's back to bloody Sam Max couch, Sam isn't it? Sam Max couch. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really is. There is no chance that your friend Dave is going to let you sleep on his couch anymore because life oh. changes. But massive shout out to him because... I remember when uh, my daughter Sophia was born, it is honestly the most, like, it, it's a life-changing day. It's this incredible moment where you, you, or this this wave of, of love sweeps over you that you never really thought existed within you. Um, mm. And this sudden realization about life and your responsibility for other people. And it, it sounds really, it sounds really lame, but you... <laughs> While you're in that moment, nothing in the world matters except for mm. the two people that are in front of you. As a dad, There's I mean- All the stresses in your mind of whatever it is, you know, like your finances, some clown on Instagram you're in an argument with, yeah. you know, Literally all these other things. all of it. <laughs> you just go you, go, you go, you know what? I'll cancel everything in my whole life from now on because mm. this person is the only, only thing that matters and- um, yeah, you spend this like three days in a hospital bubble, just like staring at this little person that does <laughs> that's not even there, but they're just in front of you, and you just and you think about you think about your parents and what they've done for you and the sacrifices they've made, and it's just it changes you overnight. Um, wow. And you also order a lot of Uber Eats because hospital food <laughs> is awful. Honestly, it is truly – they have to make yeah. it awful because they have to make so many different palates enjoy it, but it is absolutely cool. shocking. It's real base level. Because, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, as someone who is childless at the moment, um, it's hard to, I guess, have the same feeling. But when you, when you describe it like that, the closest – experience that I can pull out of me that sort of is on par with what you're talking about is finding 50 bucks in your pocket. <laughs> like, you know, that moment where no, no, you just can't, no, believe, you just can't believe it. And you go, yeah. what? 
It's it, almost it just like opens that. up so many opportunities for you. And all but, like, I'm just not thinking of any other problems. These are solutions. <laughs> it's just the best day. Imagine, imagine if that $50 is covered in like white goop and people are like <laughs> scrubbing it clean and it's squealing and uh, it needs to eat every hour and a half. It's exactly like, no, you know what it is the closest to? The second closest thing that you would know is, you know, yesterday on the podcast when we were talking about getting, um, you know, cash, you were talking about $50, but speaking about having cash and you thought it, you talked about buying um, that Xbox from, yep. uh, yeah. Oh, yep. Just um, imagine that moment when you take it home and you know, that you're not answering calls for the next two, three <laughs> hours. That it's just going to be you and Halo, baby. Like, that is it. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> well, that was a great like day. That. And so, yeah, <laughs> I'm passing on my best. David Lauren, shout-outs to you <laughs> and shout-outs to everyone else as well in a similar situation at the moment. Love it. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. Matt O'Kine, what should we do about climate change? You're actually asking me? I'm genuinely asking you right okay. now well, before you introduce I, our next guest. Uh, well, yeah, I know because our next guest has uh, created a uh, is created a series for the ABC, three-parter. Uh, it's called Fight for Planet A, our climate cha- challenge. We're going to bring uh, him on very, very shortly. But what I'm, I, I, the thing is, I don't want to mention it, Alex Dyson, because I have had a baby. Mm. In almost the last, you know, in our last 18 months. And there has been a worldwide pandemic. So I am straight up right now going to tell you that I am part of the problem. (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. Okay. Well, the great thing about this series is it's not accusatory of people who are doing things, but uh, just gives you a few facts on how you can reduce it. Uh, The host of it is someone you may know from The Chasers War and Everything. Also, the checkout on ABC. It's Mr. Craig Brewcastle. Hello, Craig. Hey guys, look, don't don't feel bad. Uh, I've got three kids, so we don't go into the not having kids. Yeah. And if you're talking about if you're talking about nappies, mate, just so you know, in most cases, going uh, you know disposable nappies are not necessarily far worse than your other nappies because it takes energy to clean your kind of you know reusable nappies, and that's what this show's all about. You know, what's the kind of carbon footprint of things? So don't stress. That's the amazing thing about this series, Craig, is none of it is, it's not, it's not mean-spirited, it's not alarmist in a too bad of a sense. It literally just gives you facts which just people don't know yet. And so when you find it out, you realise it's not so difficult to change. It's not such a, you know, a, a big thing for, for particularly individuals to, uh, to lessen their uh, impact on the, on the climate. But it's, it's all yeah. things that we can do. And it, it shows you things that we should be absolutely concerned about. Absolutely. And this is the thing with it. It's like, you know, it's interesting people are talking about coronavirus at the moment. Like the problem with that is that we don't really have a solution. We don't have a cure. The thing with climate change is that we do have enormous amount of cures. We have a lot of things that will you can actually do to reduce your footprint, which probably won't change your life. Like, I hate people are thinking that the, the, the shutdown is the great thing for climate change. Bullshit. What we actually need to be there doing is changing it so that we can still have active lives, but just take away the carbon footprint of that. And that's what you can do in many instances. So it's not about us living in caves. It's not about us living a lockdown lifestyle. That's not how you solve the problem. It's about changing where your energy comes from, you know, changing your transport and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, there's a lot of solutions out there. And, look, the show's not suggesting it can all be done by us individually. It's still 
government still needs to pull their finger out, as does uh, a lot of businesses, although some are really great on that front. So, yeah, it's it's not an insurmountable problem. We just have to actually address it. Well, it's a three-part series called Fight for Planet A, Our Climate Challenge. It is uh, going to be on the ABC, and I'm wondering, Craig, you filmed it, uh, you know, a bit last year, but there is, it also does reference the happenings that are going on in the world right now. Um, when you were making this show, what did you, what did you learn? I learned lots. I mean, you know, we we get we get some families, and we kind of, you know, I'd kind of been trying to do this in my own life for a while, so I knew some of those things. But we got some families and tried to kind of change their carbon footprints. And you know, sometimes you'd hit a barrier here, and then you'd you know be better on that front so i'm pretty good on energy in that i'm still not great when it comes to food i still haven't entirely switched off meat but it's amazing because we don't we don't just say become vegetarian because obviously we know that's one of the really good ways to reduce your carbon footprint you eat but we look at you know different meats for instance we look at different vegetables we look at beer you know where does beer come in there can we oh still no have god please craig <laughs> don't don't tell me that i'm making a <laughs> i don't feel that. like i've got a carbon footprint i feel like if, if beer's involved i'm stomping right through the uh carbon floor <laughs> right there like, if you switched all of your red meat just to only drinking beer it'd be far better so you should <laughs> oh good thank you yes I'm not sure. I haven't run that past any health professionals. Purely on a carbon footprint. What's good for the planet is good for me, Craig. I promise. Um, I mean, the irony is that during coronavirus, that became my diet anyway. So, (laughs) yeah, and I guess that's the amazing thing, and you don't really think about that. You get. I remember growing up, I was just always told, "Turn the lights off," you know, save power, and all these sort of things. But if if we have transitioned to renewable energies. You can leave the lights on as long as you want. You know, we, why don't we go towards it and go, let's leave the lights on, just get the energy from a better source. Yeah, no, this is true. And this is the thing is that, you know, we do look at reducing your energy as well, but it is the case that in Australia, we have enough uh, solar power hit our country to use our, to fulfil our energy needs 10,000 times. Like there's mm-hmm. no, if we actually transition, Australia can have so much renewable energy and ship it overseas and do all that kind of stuff as well. So there's kind of still a bit of technology needed there. But we've got the solutions. We can go that way. And, look, you know, in a lot of cases it'll save you money as well. We don't focus on that because we kind of wanted to do it to really look at the climate change problem. Um, but, um, yeah. Do you think we will get there, you know, because I, I, I'm very keen to have some action happen. Um, I'm looking forward to it. But I, like you, I think at the start of the the first episode of Fight for Planet A, Craig, you got a bit emotional looking at the kids um, out on the streets with their cardboard posters pleading with their leaders to save them. Um, Can you tell us about that moment when you felt that and what you were feeling at the time? Look, I do feel like the great injustice in terms of this climate stuff is a kind of it's a generational issue. Like, you know, my, my older generation, I'm older than you guys, is kind of handing over a shittier world to the kids and giving them the problem. And each time we kind of put off dealing with this, we're just pushing it down the road and we're kind of baking in the effects. The problem with climate change is that right now when we see our you know fire seasons like we're seeing, that's not based on something we did late last year. It's based on the decisions we made 10, 20, 30 years ago and it really bakes it in and it becomes a problem for the future. And so I just think we've got to make it as changes now because otherwise we're really shafting future generations and, you know, you know, our kids are the ones that are going to be dealing with it and it's, it's really tragic. I mean, you really you want to kind of leave your kids a great world. You know, it's like, it's like imagine you're writing the will for your kids, right? 
instead of leading them grade things, you're going, yeah, heat waves, storms, high sea levels. Like, that's not a great wheel to leave your kids sucked in. <laughs> so is the onus really on the individual? Is it not on the major companies then? There's lots of businesses that are trying to become carbon neutral now, and they're not doing that. They're doing that partly out of self-interest, but they're doing it partly out of the fact that, you know, the consumers want that and people are pushing them. So, look, you're a voter, you can vote a certain way, you're a consumer, you're consuming a certain way, and you're just a person. You can do your own things as well. You need to kind of activate all those things to make change because we've kind of left at the last minute. Uh, <laughs> amazing yeah. stuff. Craig Rucastle, thank you so much. Uh, congratulations on the series. It is amazing, and uh, you can check it out on the ABC. It starts... Tuesday the 11th of August, 8.30pm, ABC One main channel. Craig, we'll catch you very, very soon. Thanks so much. See you guys. Good to chat. Always a pleasure, Craig. Good on you. I smell toast. All day breakfast. Now, Matt, you and I, growing up in the uh, late 90s, uh, are used to turning on daytime television and seeing a bit of controversy with Jerry Springer, you know. Um, There was always, (laughs) when you were home from school... Ricky Lake, (laughs) Sally Jesse... Maury? Raphael. Oh, Maury! (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, The lie detector determined that was a lie. Uh, we're no stranger to these this sort of drama happening in daytime television. The kids these days, you know, the kids these days, Matt, they're not used to this kind of, you know, absolute shocking behaviour of human beings gallivanting on the on the screens because daytime TV just all wholesome these days, or is it? <laughs> God, this stuff about Ellen is getting too ridiculous, man. Every single day. I, I, I'm, I'm truly shocked by the pylon that Ellen's copying or because <gasps> apparently she's not a nice person. I don't care. Like, why are we even surprised well, about this? Well, if it's workplace bullying. I mean, I, 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 I feel bad about talking about this because I have, you're right, I don't care and so therefore... I don't click on any of the things and therefore it's hard for me to form an opinion on it because I actually have no knowledge. And, you know, hopefully I do not become one of the people who start being misinformed or uninformed and uh, starting to have an opinion on things I know nothing about. You just don't want to but, drag Ellen in case you want to get on her show one day. <laughs> you oh, exactly. suck up. I want to, I want to get up and dance, <laughs> dance with my girl. Um, no, yeah, she's probably fine. Like... There's workplace bullying or whatever situation people have felt in the situation, you're right, would be rife and Ellen's copping a beating probably because um, she's just really successful and her show's doing great. Yeah, Um, and and she does present a very positive vibe in her show. So I think the frustration that she profits from such positivity uh, and then apparently doesn't portray the same vibe off stage. But look, this is this is from by all accounts one of the worst kept secrets in Hollywood. All right, have right. you ever heard of a, a website called Crazy Days and Nights? Net. You told me about it off air and I don't want to get into it. But what I do want to get into is... <laughs> no, listen is to this. This the... is a post in 2008, <laughs> all right? No. Um, <laughs> 
Which talk show host is on very good terms with PR people and agents, sends them gifts as a thank you just in case their stars that they talk to need to make an appearance to do some damage control. Celebrity guests, for the most part, dread going on her show because they know she is an uber B behind the scenes and just plain don't like her. That's why the green rooms are stocked with a bar. Oh, did I mention that she has several deals with some celebs that they only appear on her show and no other daytime shows? That was mm-hmm. a post on Crazy Days and Nights in 2018. This is old news. Goodness All me. Right. Well, the, let's go with new news, which is a potential, should this bring Ellen's daytime TV career to an end, a potential for people to fill in. Now, here's some names that have been floated. James Corden, doing a late show, making the move to daytime. What do you reckon, Matt? Oh, sure. I mean, I'm sure he'd like to get in bed early. Kristen Bell, would you watch the show, Kristen? Um, I would they, not. They're, they're changing the name, aren't they? Oh, I think I was thinking of Kristen Stewart. Um, um, what about what about Drew Drew Barrymore? Yes, yeah. Actually, you know, what? I rate I rate Drew. I think she's I think she's real. I think she's down with the people. You know who I don't? Let's bring back animal shows. You know, let's bring back yeah. Fat Cat, <laughs> the Ferals, or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> the Ferals. Let's bring back Instead Agro of Muppets or something. Tonight, Muppets today. <laughs> that would be good. I saw a clip from Muppets Treasure Island the other day. It's a ripper. I mean, Kermit's not going to get in trouble for being an <laughs> asshole, is he? <laughs> Should hope not. <laughs> <laughs> but it turns out, Matt's uh, they're not going to be going with any of the names I just mentioned. Oh, really? Who are they going with? Well, my inside source at The Ellen Show tells me that they were very upset that their host turned out to be quite mean. Apparently. You know? And so yeah. what they've decided to do is to go with someone, you know, keep, still keeping a bit of an edge, but be slightly nicer. And so... <laughs> okay, I'm, who's that? I'm happy, well, I'm happy to report. Uh, this is an exclusive here. I've got an insider at the show. And the new host of Ellen will be the devil himself. <laughs> yeah, sure. Don't laugh at me. You don't believe me. It will. We've got an advanced screener of the new Ellen show. Um, hosted by the oh devil, and God. well, don't, don't laugh. This, this is this is true. This is this is what it sounds like. From Warner Brothers Studios in the pits of fiery hell, here he is now. It's the devil. Hello and welcome to the show. I am Satan, Lord of Darkness, and this is the brand new season of Helen. <laughs> Coming up, we're going to be torturing some damned souls with eternal torment, and we've also got a live performance from Triple X Tentacian. So pretty much the same thing. Uh, first things first, though, have you seen the news recently? Anyone? Anyone watch Sky News live stream that we have going on constantly? You should. It's only one of two channels we have down here. The other one just reruns of Game of Thrones Season 8. Anyway, uh, coronavirus is in the news, everyone, and people are blaming it on me. Can you believe that? I'm like, listen, the devil has nothing to do with your bloody virus. That one's on God. The only epidemic I'm responsible for is dabbing. That's right. I invented the dab. That got annoying pretty quick, didn't it? Anyway, up next on Helen, please welcome our great guest, Mr Guy Sebastian. Oh, g'day. How are you, Satan? Good, guys. So, listen, you stood alongside the Prime Minister as he announced a modest support package to the arts sector. How does it feel to be worse than Lucifer himself? Oh, well, I mean, I, you know, I don't, don't know if I'm worse than... 
Lucifer is so... Well, it's not what the world says. Anyway, here you are on Helen. Never thought the angels would bring you here. Hey, big fella. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I see what you did there. Oh, anyway, that's all we've got time for there. Up next, we're going to get to eight hours of shrieking skeletons whose brittle bones are ground up in a mortar and pestle by zombie Martha Stewart. But right now, here's Frank Walker from National Tiles singing the Australian National Anthem. Hello. Australians all let us rejoice. For we're young and free. With golden soil and wealth for toil. Our land is good by sea. Very excited to be chatting on the show right now. Uh, an artist who you might have, may have seen um, probably a bit recently on the ABC show, You Can't Ask That. What can you do that people think you can't? I can act. I can make a film. I can do art. That's me. Yes, it certainly is you on the show, ladies and gentlemen. So... Excited to welcome artist, actor, dancer, performer. Please welcome to Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. It's Digby Webster. Hey, boys. How are you? <laughs> hey, Digby. How are you, man? I'm good. How you? Very good. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. You're so welcome. We did hear a little bit of you having a chat on You Can't Ask That. You were in the yeah. uh, the episode focusing on people with Down syndrome and it was such a yes. great episode. I was so excited to uh, to watch and see. How has life been since that episode? Have you uh, had a lot of contact with people and have people talked yeah. to you about your appearance there? Yeah, I did because the guy I, I did it with and I still in contact with him. So you made some friends on the show? Yeah. yeah. Well, his name is Chris Bunton and he's got a couple movies out now, like one on Stan, Corellic, and one's coming out very soon down Australia here called Lone Wolf. Amazing stuff. Well, I mean, you're an actor yourself. Uh, we first yeah, met I know, I know. Digby <laughs> on uh, the set of uh, a show that I made called the other guy, you were um, one of the dancers in a in a, a scene in episode yeah, two of I season I, one. I remember I gave, I remember I gave you that. I, I think I gave you this. Remember, remember yeah, this. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You gave me the finger in that. Yeah, I gave the finger. <laughs> <laughs> Giving Matty O'Kite the roof finger. Um, but, oh, uh, Digby, but we, and Digby and me have a lot in common. We've got a lot in common. <laughs> yeah, but Digby, uh, you're an actor as well. You're also um, a, a painter. You've got a uh, mural up in Leichhardt. Can you talk yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you yeah, talk well, about that particular on. mural and what it what it what it is and and what it represents for yeah, you? Yeah, sure. Because that big painting on that mural is my original painting I did. Down, I did it with um original painting I did it with my old mentor, and now I did it bigger with um another friend of mine who's a street artist. So. Fantastic! I really love in your paintings, Digby, the, the your use of color in it. Um, Thank you. What? How do you? How do you? You know, enjoy using color, and what does the different colors mean to you? And what? How do you use them when you're doing a painting? Well, I think it might be vibrant, colorful, and that's make the world better place. Really. 
Mm. And uh, I heard that you're also painting a portrait uh, for the Archibald Prize this year. Can you tell us who you're doing and uh, uh, what you're going to be doing for it? Well, it's a friend that, that um, what Matt said, um, the, the big mural, um, the guy who gave me that big, that big space of my mural, his name's Neil Ernest Tompkins. I know him as Burhat. He's an in the West street artist. And I painted his portrait for Archibald Price. And now he's going to paint a portrait of me. So good. Oh, amazing stuff. That's so yeah, exciting. Yeah. And uh, I've also noticed, are you single at the moment? Have you got a girlfriend? <laughs> oh, <laughs> wife. Hear that ring? Hang on a second. Digby's holding up a <laughs> ring to is the that, camera. Is that, is that a yeah, wedding man, ring? Yeah, Alex, you want it's a ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the ring means I'm taken, boy. Oh, well, sorry. Okay, well, you know, sometimes we do matchmaking on uh, the radio show, Digby <laughs> Webster, but uh, obviously you can't partake in that this time. Can you talk to us uh, about your partner? Her name is Camille Collins. She's gorgeous. Very beautiful girl. So down syndrome, as he works in the city. Oh wow! Oh, that's beautiful, man. He loves me a lot, but yeah. And do you love her? As as... She, yeah, you know what, Matt? She loves my mum and dad too. Oh, that's, that's great! Good to have. Yeah, and she called my my, my mum and dad some pet names. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they, really? they must be they must be pretty close then. That's Lighting, good. Nightingale. <laughs> my favourite daily powers are brownie for my dad. <laughs> so oh, that's great. great. Well, congratulations on that and uh, also Thanks. for the incredible things that you're doing uh, in the art field. If you want to check out more of Digby Webster's work, you can have a look at his website, digbywebster.com. Or, uh, yeah, if you're around the Leichhardt region or even the uh, the Redfern region as well, he's got a couple of murals up and about, so keep an eye out for some very colourful and incredible murals. TV Webster, thanks so much for joining us. I'm so excited to uh, have you on the show. Thank and, you uh, so much, Matthew. We, we look you. we look forward to all of the, the the art that you continue to create. And uh, yeah, thanks so much for joining us. This is Matt and Alex all day breakfast. You guys are the best. You too, Digby. Thank you. Thanks, mate. Bye, Alex. All day breakfast. With a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. Well, Matt, that brings us to the end of All Day Breakfast for today. Thank you very much to both Craig Rucastle and also Digby Webster for joining us on the show. Uh, I think it's nice. It's a look into the future show. Yeah, I'm so thankful as well that we got a peek at um, the, the new host of uh, daytime television, thanks to your source. Cannot uh, wait to be watching Helen. Uh, coming to a daytime television show to you. But thank you very much for li- listening. Shout outs to our uh, little Noah getting born today as well. Maybe in at the 21st birthday party, I'll be standing next to him, uh, listening back to an old episode Aww. of All Day Breakfast. So sweet. Uh, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, look, if you are listening anytime, anyplace, get in touch with us at mattdonan.alex on Instagram. We always love hearing from you and uh, we'd love to chat to you on the show if you've uh, got something that you can relate to that we've talked about. Sounds good. Catch you later. Bye. Oh, thank f- That show's finished. Oh, my God. Thank 
Jesus, every single day. What a f- waste of time. Bron, is this chamomile? Don't tell me. I cannot believe. No wonder I fluffed my words. Lemon and ginger. How many times do I have to tell you? I, I mean, have you been, have you noticed the grapes have had their skins on them every time they've been oh. brought into the? Have I noticed? God have I noticed? sake. I mean, the fact of the matter, and, and also, you know, the, the person who puts them directly into my mouth the other day, I noticed that they didn't they didn't hand sand their hands. Absolute grubs. Yes, you think that's bad. You know the the little dude we've got with the loincloth who, you know, fans us with his palm frond. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a palm frond. He's using a bloody agapantha. Oh, it's getting no wind. Who the hell anyway. is running this joint? I gotta call my driver. We gotta get out of here. For God's sake, if my helicopter is late one more time, I'm gonna gonna lose it. Wait, is that are the mics still on? Um, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, Matt, oh, kind. What a duffer. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.